Welcome back to the Heart Mind Money podcast with our founder, Perla Tamez Casas Novas, and me, your juice extractor, Giselle Mascareñas, of all things, Perla Tamez Casas Novas. <laughs> okay, so, uh, sorry. So today we're going to talk about, I, I'm going to go dive in deep because you being a multimillionaire is something that I know a lot of people are curious about, and I, I've never even asked you some of the questions that I want, I want to ask you because, one, you are not somebody who is focused on money. No. So it's really interesting that you have acquired the mass that you've acquired because your focus has always been impact. Like, I don't know this to be true. You can tell me this. But just in the time that we've been together as, you know, so closely in building Latina Empire, um, I have realized, I'm like, it's crazy how you, you read all these books and you take all these courses and it's about how, how to be successful or sales or whatever. And honestly, you are part of the one percenter. Like you've made over, at this point, honestly, how much money have you made at no, 36? We haven't accounted by, um, uh, probably now we're about uh, over 115 million or something. Okay, so huge, that's a huge accomplishment. Pete, when you hit your As first- As a small business owner, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's pretty- Impressive. It's super impressive. Yes, yes. And you hit your your first hundred million yourself. Yeah, yeah. This is me, myself, and I. Yeah, like not we're, with we're my not, husband. Like that would be a whole no, other. No, no, yeah. That would be a whole other podcast. But but you you've done this. You you P like leading the charge. You know, me and my people. Me and my people. Because I was about nothing to say, gets done alone. Da- nothing gets done alone. But your your brainchild, your your processes, your systems. Um, when so i'm gonna go from the beginning like where were you what were you doing the moment you were like i'm i'm a millionaire when yeah. what was that like i remember that i was at one of my clinics and um i got a call from my accountant in houston he says hey perla we've got to talk i said what he was like your tax return is huge and i said really yeah it's seven digits and i said guess this one seven digits and then i and then i and i said let me a paper and so i did seven digits like oh shit i made over a million dollars this year i was 24 years old he was like yeah and i said and then what does that mean he was like you're gonna have to pay a lot of taxes perla so we're gonna have to really go through all your expenses and i said oh my god like how much he was <laughs> like well you know the tax bracket is 39 percent i said oh ya me morí porque ya me los gasté. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah i remember i was at one of my clinics and and i got that call it was cool. It was oh, exciting. Does something shift in your mind when no. that happens? No, no, no. Mm-mm. Nothing shifts in your no, mind. No, because I've always been focused on, you know, making sure we deliver the right care to, to the kids, making sure that we do the right constructions, making sure that we develop, you know, the next business that so has policies procedures. You're reinvesting. Look, if I could tell you, I've I've lived luxuries in my life and I've, I've traveled 25 countries. Um, I will tell you that, I mean... I can't put pen to paper on this, but I constantly have reinvested my money. That's how I've been able to do 22 startups year to date. Yeah. Because I have reinvested my own money over and over again. And some of those have been the worst failures. Like just in bad, bad deals, liquid cash. I can tell you that I've I've misused about $3 million in deals that just went bad, bad, bad. They were my best lessons, but they went bad. And so I want to know what some of those lessons were. What were those lessons from those? Well, like your first, your first failure 
what was the resource that was created from that first failure? And what was the failure? So when I was 23 years old, I was um, in California and I got introduced to a technology system. And so when you're from South Texas and then you go to the big city, LA, right? And they talk so big and they talk mm -hmm. huge numbers and, and they have super like fancy like breakfast, lunch and dinner and stuff. And so I was um, always like, I was always um, attracted to like big city vibes, yeah. big deal making kind of like that was just like in my dreams. Right. And so when I get there, um, I get introduced to this technology company and they tell me that they were doing the best next technology that was going to happen. It was going to be a resource for physicians, for chiropractors based on some ACOM standard, some stuff. And um, I was going to be able to invest. I could invest 200,000, 300 or 400,000. And I was going to like quintuple my, 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 my investment. And it was going to be even bigger than that because when we would go open to market and then we could sell the software like over a hundred million dollars and all this stuff. And so I was impressed. I was impressed and, and I, and I fell off my chair, right? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so there's something that I, that I, that, that people suffer called shiny object syndrome, shiny object syndrome. You just, anything that shines, you think it's gold and you go and you run and, and you want to play with it and you want to love it and you want to conquer it and you want to get it done. But then once you go in, you find out that, oh, shit, it's plastic. <laughs> it's shiny. It's shiny plastic. Right. And so what happened with that first deal, I invested 200,000 and then they called me for another 100,000 and they called me for another 100,000. Ended up investing 400,000 in that deal. I was 24 years old. And my attorney was she's she's local from here from from McAllen. She advised me against it. She from day one. From day one. Mm. She advised me against the contract because she said <clears> that the contract <throat> was one very one sided. But the person involved in the deal was my ex brother in law. Right. So I trusted him. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Blindsided. And uh, the physicians were, that were involved were supposedly top-notch physicians. And uh, there was an attorney, uh, Mr. Silverman, out of L.A., and he was also involved, and, and another person, uh, Dr. Saxon. They were known people in that area. You know, if you Google them, they come out and, you know, they represent firms and stuff like that. And so, you know what? I, need to, I should edit their last names. So, because okay. what if they sue me? Yeah. Can they sue me? I sued motherfuckers anyways, but I will go back. And so um, there was a lot of big names involved, right? So um, an attorney by um, Mr. S, he was a very well-known attorney in LA, office on Wilshire Boulevard. Uh, Dr. Z, um, he was also another well-known attorney in the Beverly Hills area. And so I was just like, I'm with the right people. I'm going to do my investment. They're going to take care of my investment and we're going to be super successful. So one year passed, they were trying to build the software, then they couldn't build it here in Boston at this company called um, Clericode. And then we went to do the development in India and they would send me pictures, the doctors would travel to India. And so I kind of felt like, oh, okay, it's getting it's done, going, right? It's yeah. going, it's going, it's going, it's going. And then year three comes and um, they, they, they asked me for more money. And I said, I'm not gonna give you guys more money, but if you don't find the money, what's gonna happen to the software? Oh, well, we're gonna have to cease operations. I said, what do you mean? Everybody has sunken in so much money into this deal, right? Long story short, the following year, uh, my COO at the time found documents where all those people, my partners, who were all involved in a scam against the state of California, where they had disappeared tens of millions of dollars. Um, and, and they did this huge, huge like circus scam. So I went up and, and I had to end up suing them and um, because they, they misused my fund, my, my monies and it was a fraud. And 
I couldn't believe my my ex-brother-in-law would do that. And so come to find out after we subpoena the records, they were using my monies to pay themselves a payroll rather than develop the system and rather than do stuff like that. So according to them, they were paying themselves a payroll because they were performing the job of doing research to develop the software. Anyways, we went to arbitration. The day of arbitration literally in L.A. was $25,000 a day that we had to pay. Oh, my God. $25,000 a day. I had to fly my my, my good friend, um, who you know, our, our, our local attorney, to go and testify. And anyways, that situ- that was my first loss in business. I was just 24 what years old. What was the old. outcome of that? But, but when court? I conquered it, but when I concluded that, that, that chapter in my life, I was like 27 already. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. So I learned so many things from that, from that lesson. I learned that not everything that shines is gold. Mm-hmm. I learned that no matter if it's family, you need to review the contracts and you can't blindly wow. trust yeah. I learned that not all titles are important because a title can tell you one thing, but the reality of the actions of the persons will tell you another. Title and education. Yeah. That's like it didn't matter that it they didn't were matter. they they were who they were. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And then um wow. I learned that you pay attention to the attorney. If you hired an attorney, it's uh hello, you pay attention to the attorney, right? If if they advise you on one thing, don't go against what they're telling you. I mean, they know what they're telling you for a reason. And then I learned that um, I ended up having to pay taxes on the loss because I was suing them in court. So even though it was a loss and you're supposed to put it as a loss, right? Because I had been defrauded the money. The, the loss changed three years later. And so then I was deemed for taxes that I had to pay tax, uh, taxes, penalties, and interest on the money until a judge didn't say, boom, you've lost the money. And so that money that I lost oh for her a thousand ended up costing me an additional um, $494,000 worth of taxes because now by the time that they were dinging me on those taxes, it'd been four or five years. And so it was horrible. That's that. And then uh, the attorney's fees to get this deal done. So that one deal accounted for $1.2 million cash on cash, dollar on dollar, that loss. So that's been my toughest, toughest lesson in life. Uh, The one that's cost me the most. And then the one that cost me betrayal. And then it cost me issues because imagine my ex-husband at the time, that was his brother. What are you going to do? Like, that's a really tough yeah and so that was that was by far my most expensive lesson wow but but most expensive most difficult most um ah most um como traicion yeah most painful it was terrible yeah that that is wow but you you learning all that into all the new businesses that you created all oh, the yeah new- now you know why i don't believe shiny object right. syndrome so i tell right. g, g when an opportunity comes don't get overly excited right we still gotta make sure we still gotta gut it we still gotta look at the fine line because because of situations like that that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. yeah even though like it's such a good lesson for everyone to take away that that Anyone, I mean anyone, look, that was your brother-in-law, can say the right things, can promise all the right things. They could even have the best um, resume in the world, but you, you should always triple check, double check, 
Um, especially when like cash is exchanging hands. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the other thing is, is like, did your brother-in-law that you did know show you signs before this? No. There was never any kind of sign? No, he was calling me and give me like a, a credible updates. But even, no, before this deal came to hand, were there, were there anything that you're like? Oh, no, I was probably too green. I, I, I No, I was focused on, oh, my God, I'm going to invest 400 and I'm going to get back like four or five million dollars. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I was focused wow. on. Wow, so fast forward to now, you dealing, wheeling and dealing like big contracts and big numbers or whatever. Like, do you have a sixth sense about things? Like, do... Yeah, oh, definitely. My intuition is uh, very developed. Um, I look at... I scan people, I look at their eyes, I look at their hands, I I go back and I audit, you know, when I'm gonna do a deal. Like I wanna see your tax returns, I wanna see your company tax returns, I wanna see your PLs. Like, yeah, before we're gonna do anything, we, we you need to come forward with the paper and papers gotta prove, you know, actions have got to prove. For anybody that is like in their gut, they're like, I know that I can be successful. I don't know how, or I don't know where I'm going to start. But you know how like you have that like, kind of like that pressure, you just know there's something more. What would you recommend that they do? Like, how do they like start to map it out so that they can like eke forward every day on accomplishing? Just put the put your put your eyes on your biggest goal. What is your biggest goal? Like if fear doesn't exist, if, if doubt doesn't exist, what is your biggest goal? If you believe it, you can create it. And then you have to understand that you're gonna list the prices that you're gonna have to pay to conquer the goal, right? So for example, yeah. I've used this before, somebody that wants to be an actor, for example, okay. right? Okay, well, you've gotta be ready to do castings at any time, any day. You've gotta be able to travel and leave your comfort zone. If you land an acting gig, you have to be able to get a call at three o'clock in the morning and wake up within 30 minutes and show up to the set. You have to be able to wake up at eight o'clock in the morning, go to set and continue recording 24 hours nonstop and mm -hmm. sleep in breaks while others are recording. So if you want to be an actor, is that your biggest dream? Take a note of the prices that you have to pay to make this happen. And if you're willing to do that, dale gas. For example, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to kiss another man on television. I wouldn't be able to be naked on TV with other people's. I yeah. wouldn't be like, I, I would yeah. never jeopardize my sleep. <laughs> never. <laughs> that's so true. Never, never. I never jeopardize you know, my sleep. That is like such a, oh my God, that's such a good takeaway. So like anything and everything that you want to do, like reverse engineer of all the things that you're going to have to do yeah. to be a master in it like to be great at it yeah because yeah. for example we're leaving on family vacation tomorrow right because you know we we have to be able to put the pause a little bit and like unwind and disconnect but today um my 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 liana my makeup artist she said perla and when you're gone do you disconnect like are you gone from the phone yeah. or how does that work and i said mamacita never i'm never not available she was like, so then I said, not even when I was delivering, I was on my phone. Yes or no? You guys, she literally was messaging me back and had no idea that she was like having medical issues <laughs> when she was like delivering. Was like seven centimeters dilated or something. But, I, but the thing is that when I am like not available, when I am available, when I'm sorry, if 
I am always available for my people yeah. anytime, any day, any hour of the day. For me, that's not work. That that's the key. That's though. the key. So if you want to be an actor, and for you it's not a big deal to be on call twenty four hours and be sleeping in thirty minute intervals at the set. That's your purpose. That's your passion. So for me, as a business owner, as a serial entrepreneur, yeah. to me, it's not a big deal when they call me with issues. To me, it's not a big deal when the bank is going to call me. To me, it's not a big deal when a tenant is going to call me and they're going to complain about the AC machine. To me, it's not a problem when they call me that, you know, one of our patients has a severe head lice problem and how are yeah. you going to fix it? We can deal with an intestation in the clinics or a therapist didn't show up or those are not big problems for me. I yeah, embrace it doesn't put that. You, it doesn't put you out at all. I embrace that. I like that. Yeah. So you to love me, it. I'll be connected 24-7. So I want to leave everybody with that. Like, I think that is such a good place to stop is what you, like, if you feel like you, you want to be a millionaire, you can be successful. One, you've got to figure out what your purpose is. Yeah. You've got to figure out what you desire. Correct. And you've got to know what you want. So yesterday, somebody in, in, in one of my classes said, I, I've been a business owner for 10 years. My husband is a business owner, but we don't know like what's enough or when to stop. And I said, what are your goals? Do you, what are your money goals? What are your car goals? What are your vacation goals? What yes. are your health goals? What are your retirement goals? What are your lifestyle goals? What are your goals? And when you hit that goal, then you back off and you retire. I, I've been semi-retired. I think now like I'm going to be like eight years semi-retired. I work on my hobby and my purpose every single yeah. day. So what I mean by semi-retired is that I am not fools on full hands on the operations of my companies. I supervise everything. I see all the numbers, but, but. I work on my purpose because my purpose is to ignite acts of care. I've hand delivered over $10 million worth of donations from personal and from other companies to people around the United States and Mexico. And what I found out is that people need resources. So I said, hmm, 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 I can't ignite acts of kindness without being a, br a bridge to healing. And that's why we develop hard mind money. Yeah. And that's why we have programs. That's why we have a podcast. That's why we have all these courses. All the that's why I do so many speaking engagements because my purpose is to let people know that they can live a life of love, peace, freedom, and empowerment. But you have to determine what is success to you. What is yeah. a travel success? To me, travel success is going to the side of the world. But maybe for my mom is to go to 45 minutes away and then come back by the end of the day. That's okay. That's okay. But yeah. what is success to you? Success to the eye of the beholder. It absolutely is. Thank you so much, P. I, I do want you to share with them that if they want to dive into resources, they want to dive into, you know, asking themselves the right questions, where can they get more? So find me at Reflexiona con Perla. Find me at The Latina Empire on all social media platforms. You'll see tons of videos, tons of nuggets, tons of words of Plus wisdom. Plus we have a membership. Tons. We have a platform. It's called the Mana Lounge. It's a membership. Super, super affordable. You go in there. There's women from over 19 yeah. countries, over a thousand women. You get a bunch of programs, a, a quick courses that you can take like nuggets yeah. you can take to keep workbooks. you elevated to keep yeah, you pushing keep you just pushing keep you keep you in tune you know and and then of course you can always reach out to me ask me questions and i will respond yes thank you guys so much for being for being with us and we will see you next week with the heart mind money podcast cuídense chiquillas las amo bye
Thank you, everybody, for listening to Heart, Mind, and Money podcast with Perla, the awesome Perla. Thank you. Yes, I want everybody to look into the Latina Empire com. You know, look more into what this whole mission is. Um, also, on all our social medias is at the Latina Empire, um, at the Latina Empire, and to connect with Perla, who answers every single comment, <laughs> message. message we'll anything. send you a voice message. We'll ask you to send her your WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> she will answer anything, any problem, any advice. I mean, you're pretty remarkable at that. And you can find Perla on Instagram at Reflexiona. Reflexiona con Perla. Reflexiona con Perla. But we are all across social media, and Perla is always, every single day, pouring into you through all social platforms at the Latina Empire. And we also have our community at the Mana Lounge that you can find more information at any of the links on any of our social medias. And we would love to have you as yes. one of our manas. We've got to keep learning. we got to keep learning. we got to keep healing our heart. Healing your heart. Challenging our minds. Challenge your mind to fill your pockets. To fill your pockets. Thank you guys for having us. Mm -hmm.